Ain't this what they been waiting for? You ready? Uh, uh I used to pray for times like this To rhyme like this So I had to grind like that To shine like this In a matter of time I spent On some locked up shit In the back of the paddy wagon Cuffs locked on wrist See my dreams unfold Welcome back to the opening day episode of Small State uh, Big Takes. This is episode 175, I think. You're you're way off, by the way. What is it? It's like one. Yeah, we're like it's like 184. I meant. I think it's like I think it's 185. That's what I meant. One million. Might even think it's Anyways, Steve, you have an opening take. What do you got? Oh, it's 183. Sorry. All right. What the fuck is going on, Oliver? It's uh, I'm I'm driving by exit six right now. I just got a new monitor so I could have a double display. So when we record these episodes in the future, I'll be able to watch MLB TV while talking to you guys. I cannot wait to be mega minding this shit. I'm so happy. Uh, so anyway, uh, opening day. Opening take, Jose Ramirez is about to get traded to the fucking Padre. It's my big take. And CJ Abrams is going to be part of that deal. And there you go. Oh, big realistically, take. isn't that kind of the only way they can get him? Like, what else would they? You could trade Gore. You think so? You think the yeah. Cleveland would do that? But they have so much pitching already. Don't you think they would go for a, a bat? Yeah, but their pitching is like older, even though, in terms of like, all right, they're on the like Bieber. How long is Bieber going to be there for? Are they going to pay him? I don't know. No, no, he's gone this year. So they're, they're a funny one. How about the Austin Meadows trade, by the way? That's another weird one. Yeah, they're the really committing that? to Josh Lowe. That's what I got. Or, or Vidal Bruhan could be, could be him in the outfield. Either way, I think it makes them the, the Rays worse this year. So I'm happy. Personally, yeah, I, 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 don't that one. I don't know. I, I think Paredes is pretty good, though. Who? Paredes is going to be pretty good. Maybe he's he hasn't shown anything in the major league level now. I know it's early in his young career, but you're giving up a known uh, 25 to 30 home run, 100 RBI left-handed outfield bat. Yeah, but what? Who bats 215? I mean, I don't know. A little higher I think than that. Was just another dude, to be honest with you. Yeah. The with, ju- he's like a juice ball guy. With he three like years of control. Ball. I don't know. I don't know if I... That would be, I'm actually with you, Gilly. They're fucking him and like Jorge Polanco, same kind of guy, where they'll be like fucking... Probably hit like 20 home runs this year maxed out with like 100... I will be... 80 strikeouts. You know? Yeah, I'll be shocked if Austin Meadows bats above 250 this year. I, would I take, won't be. I would take a little under that. His power really? numbers, his power numbers, are, power numbers will go down though because he's in Comerica now. Well, that's what I mean. It's like I a think, hitter's nightmare. I think he could be over two fifty. He might be like a two seventy guy. He's a career career two sixty. I think it helps him being in that ballpark. That's a tough ballpark though. Although not, it is not I mean, home run wise. No, the not home run does hurt but... people in in Tampa. So I don't know, but. I don't know. Personal opinion. As an Austin Meadows fantasy owner, um, a little, I think it hurts him a little bit from fantasy perspective. Better lineup, though, realistically, right? Better, yeah. Uh, 
Although, actually, Potent- yeah, you're probably pot- right. Potentially a better lineup. Yeah, not, not Tigers as, team is filled with potential. That, that's such a like that Tigers lineup is so fun all of a sudden, mm-hmm. where it's like, holy shit, you got all these guys that are like pretty much like eight or nine like legit fantasy dudes that you're like, oh man, like I could, he's probably going to be all right. He should be all right. He's exciting. It's cool. I'm excited. Dude, also, back I'm to Steve point. Shout out to the Padres. They're just buying everyone. I know the Dodgers do the same thing, but like I was thinking of them as like the equivalent to the, like the LA Rams where they're just like in on everyone. And it's just kind of ridiculous, but from afar, it's kind of fun. Oh, hell yeah. This is the soft. This is like the golden age of trying to get everyone you can all the time. It's like an arms race between like five different teams and everyone else is always selling. But this is dope that the Padres are actually trying. I love that shit. I don't, even in a crazy division, too. That's what blows my mind, too. It's like you got the Giants that are somehow good after a quick turnaround of being not good. But the Padres are like, we don't give a shit. Tatis is out half the year. Doesn't matter. Like, let's go all in. Love that. Also, speaking of being all in, I have a big question for my boy, Josh. Josh, how yes, you sir. doing post-fantasy post baseball draft? Because uh, to the listeners... Like, the four of us were all in a fantasy baseball draft league together. We've been in this league for since we were, like, children. Uh, and Josh had some serious keepers. I just want to see where you are in your mind now post-draft. You walk oh, I, I absolutely love my team. Let's go. I'm happy to hear that. But So, what, what was going on in your mind before the draft and during the draft? Because of all the drafts, it was just the biggest uh, surprise of a draft, at least for me, from an outsider perspective. I would agree. Some I, 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 I literally think I got everything that I wanted and then some. Like, because I traded for Aaron Judge. I, I wanted to keep Aaron Judge after I got Nick Castellanos. I got Nick Castellanos with a pick that I thought I wasn't going to get. Uh, traded Mike Trout, which is fine. I like the combination of Aaron judge and Nick Castellanos, even, even more than having Mike Trout on my team. Um, sure. I don't know. Uh, I know this is a lot of context for people that don't understand what's going on, <laughs> but like, I, I just made a, a flurry of, I made a flurry of trades right before the draft. And I knew that if I let one go in the draft, um, I had a chance to get him with my later pick. Cause I had two fourth round draft picks. Got the guy I wanted in Bobby Witt. He's going to be my third baseman when that's available. Um, and then I had I got Nick Castellanos back. So that trade was more than effective for me, I feel like. Okay. Yeah, I just – I was just uh, – so for context for our listeners. So, Josh, before the draft, about a week ago – a week ago this time, Josh had uh, Mookie Betts. Mike Trout and Bobachet. Bo- three, three keepers. Yeah, it was like a bona fide three keepers. So then about five days ago, Josh makes a trade. He trades Mike Trout for Nick Castellanos, a fourth and a sixth round pick. So then it seemed like, oh damn. Josh has a plethora of draft capital plus Castellanos. And then yep. about an hour or two before the draft, Josh trades. Uh, what was it? Um, an eighth what, rounder. In a, 
couple other characters. Yeah. Or Aaron Judge. So then suddenly, so, because that, that just, like, I mean, from a personal standpoint, I was like, what the hell is he doing? But you had the master plan. Yeah. Hey, it was literally, like, I knew I was going to drop one of those guys knowing that there were plenty of picks going back into the draft. And, I like, I know, like, James Rooney was like, oh, I get to pick Cassianos first. And then when, you know, people like Kyle Tucker go and, like, you know, all these people just go back into the draft. I put Nolan Arenado back in the draft. Like, he is a first-round draft choice after keepers regardless. Like, I just had this feeling the whole time that whoever I dropped, besides Mookie and Bichette, that's why I was asking for more value from them, from other people. I was like, yeah, I'll trade them, but I want more value because I would have just went and got the guys that I wanted, you know? And in general, it just worked out. I got Castellanos back. I kept Judge and got the guy I wanted in the fourth round after the three keepers. Anyway. Yeah, right. I think it was I think it was exactly how I wanted it. Now, a serious question for Oliver. Oliver, if, but if Josh didn't fucking draft Bobby Witt, would you seriously have taken him, taken him in the, like, at the end of that round? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I would have went. Um, first of all, I can't believe that both of. All three of you, actually, especially Josh and Gilly, didn't take Sandy Alcantara because uh, he fell to me at the 40th overall pick. You, I didn't think Giolito was going to drop to me. That's also right. fair. That's also you fair. You want to know why I didn't? Because Xander was there. And you know what? This is this is going to sound crazy, and I do have three shortstops right now, but I know Bobby Witt is going to be a third baseman. I know that. Yeah. I love Xander in the utility slot. Love it. Like, but, I, but I really don't care. Zan- Xander went after Alcantara. So I went Alcantara, Bregman. I, if Witt was but, there, I would have went Alcantara, Witt. And then you took Xander in that next round. I think um, I had picked somebody. You went, you went Witt in the first round. Because you had two fourth. Yeah, you had two fourth round picks. And you went round. Witt and Castellanos, I think. Yeah. That's who it was. Okay. Which is fine. I mean, I don't really care. I really didn't like many of the pitchers that were out there, maybe besides Alcantara, but I I didn't think I was going to get him anyway. So, like, the guys that I have, honestly, from my fantasy lineup, I just wanted to be able to watch them. That's my, that's my thought. I, I want to be able to watch the guys and enjoy the starts. That's it. Like, so, are you in know. on Castellanos now for the year? Like, is he your guy? Like, you're in a fucking, yeah. like... Yeah, yeah 100%. Down? 100% unless right. I get a lot of value for him. You know what, Josh? I respect your approach to things. I like it. Seriously. <laughs> it was a lot, there were a lot of curveballs in that draft. There were a ton, not just from Josh's team. The, this pick that surprised me the most is Xander when you already had Bo and Wit. That pick surprised me. But there were a bunch of curveballs throughout the whole draft, I think, uh, Buxton went really early. Uh, according to ESPN rankings, he went early. I still think that um, a healthy Buxton is a four. So yeah. where'd he go? Connor got him, right? Those rankings are so fucked, though. If you look they at are. those, they are. As we're drafting, it's like it looks like you're pulling guys like five rounds before they deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like we, we know the truth, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, the only guy that I was questionable about was Bobby Dahlbeck, and I'm just so high on him anyway. But that's why I drafted Mountcastle at the end. 
We actually like, uh, that's a balance. We actually called that Bobby Dahlbeck pick in the hangouts. We were like, Josh is about to take Bobby Dahlbeck here, isn't he? Or I think <laughs> I think we said like, what Sox players Josh about to take something like that, and then it was Dahlbeck. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a lot of Red Sox or ex Red Sox you also players. Got you also yeah. Have or whatever. How do you think it's fucking last name? Hauk. That's, right. that's perfectly fine, man. I believe in that guy 100%. I do like Tanner Houck. I think, I think he is like, even if he's like a, even like a four ERA guy, he's going to have high strikeouts. And in this league, that matters. So, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, as long um, as he gets the innings, anyways, he, he's going to get the strikeouts. Yeah. For sure. Who is your, uh, to each of you, who's the person you're most excited for on your team? Surprisingly, Josh Brian. Go ahead. I want to hear Josh is, is most uh, excited. Oh, Brandon, Brandon Lowe. Really? Yeah, oh, that was for sure. Day. For sure. Like, I, that's not a guy that I would normally go after, but it, like sitting, that was a really late pick. And I was like, damn, he's still there. And you know, I was kind of banking on one of these guys getting second base eligibility, but I, you know, thinking about it, it's probably not going to happen. So I just, I just got him. I was looking for a second baseman and he was there. I didn't realize that he had the pop that he had last year. Like he hit 30 plus bombs. I I just, I don't know. It didn't compute in my brain that he was one of those guys. So again, like one of those guys that are just going to fill up the column for me, you know, like I, I, I thought that was a perfect pick and it's not normally a guy I go after, but for sure needed it. What about, what about you, Steve? Who are you most excited for? I think out of my team, because I I kept uh, Jose Acuna and Vlad, of course, those three I'm very excited for, but guys I drafted, uh, I think I'm most excited for Lindor because I, that's a guy, I got him in the sixth round and that's so not like a guy I would ever have. So like that, like he he kind of fell to me. I was like, like at least I thought. I, I don't know if other people have their sights on him, but when I got him, I'm like, damn! I fucking then after the draft was over, like, damn! I got Lindor. That's so cool, you know. <laughs> so I, you know, a bounce back would be sweet, you know. Yeah, I, the shortstop market was so deep, so deep. Yep. Like it's actually crazy. But like even for me, like getting Xander Bogarts in the sixth round is like why did he drop that far to me? And I, I just couldn't pass him up. I want to know what Shane's reaction was. What was, what was that like? He took it well. He did. He did. Uh, he did, did he? Take it he was the next pick well. too, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that was another reason why, like, I was like, <laughs> yeah, <wait>. thinking <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, yeah, this, uh, he's going right here if I don't pick him. And like, that was just the best player on the board. So Shane had a very unshane like draft for the most part, honestly. Mm. Um, I, like the best draft, I, I think the it player might- I'm I'm most excited for on my team is is uh is gonna be Julio Rodriguez. I'm pumped for him. It would have been Saya Suzuki, but uh fucking James sniped him from me. I was pretty pissed about that. That was that honestly might have been the only person I was like, fuck, I really, really wanted him and I didn't get him. Uh, yeah. But I settled and took Julio Rodriguez in the next round, and then obviously he made the opening day roster, so I'm super hyped about him. Yeah, that was a great pick. You got him at the right time, and I really fucking wanted him myself. So you pretty much peer pressured me into getting Kalenic right in that moment. 
I knew I was going to end up with one of them on my team, but, and, and I, I'm still high on Kalenic or Kalnick, however you say it, but uh, he's, we've seen what we've seen the, the floor of Kalnick and it's ugly. We haven't seen the floor or the ceiling yet for Rodriguez. So I went with Rodriguez. You're a hater, dude. Kalenic, dude, he had 14 home runs last year. So yeah, he had a bad batting average. He fucking played in what, like 70 games. He still had 40, 14 homers. The strikeout rate was alarming. I will say, though, he at least played some AAA ball. Like, it was like, that's what kind of scares me about Julio. And AAA sucked, too, in the last two years with all the all the shit going on with, like, the, I don't know, um, shuttle teams, taxi teams, whatever you want to call it, that, like, the talent in AAA is, like, lessened. So the trickle down, I don't know. And, again, spring training is spring training. But I am curious to see how Julio Rodriguez looks when it's like he's jumping two levels at a time when double A AA and triple A are probably the weakest they've been in a while. But I mean, the skills there, don't get me wrong, but, but still. Right. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you for sure. It's kind of a, it's kind of, I, it was in a spot. I think it was like the 14th or 15th round where I was like, you know what? Fuck it. He, I, if, if Julio Rodriguez pans out, then my team is going to be really good. And my outfield is going to be set. Cause I kind of punted on outfield. Um, so I took him late, whatever. I'm really excited for him. I'm really excited for Alcantara too. So Torkelson's my dude that I'm pumped about. Yeah, yeah. that was a good one. I was, I was uh, cause I, it was especially too, it was like him. I think we kind of knew he had the job at that point. So I was like, Oh God, how can I, how long, how much longer can I wait? Um, but I was pumped about that. That's my, that's my guy to watch that I'm all in on. He just, I, I watched like a YouTube video about him too, in terms of uh, the Tigers for some reason did like, a Cribs series on YouTube about like just like their spring training homes. So all those like prospects have like Cribs videos. <laughs> it's not that they're what not the like they like open their food pantry too. It's not like sick. It's just like all right, like you know, this is my closet, and it's like three quarters of his wife or fiance's clothes. It's bizarre, but I like it. <laughs> I was like, Tor Torkelson's the dude. He's a cool. <laughs> Did Torkelson have some cool shit? Like some cool fucking... Kind like, of, kind of. Yeah, it's just so funny because he's like in his living room. He's like, yeah, I'm going to probably put a jersey like up there. Got a couple of <laughs> jerseys I want to put up. It's just like half-assed cribs and like kind of... Again, they're nice houses, don't get me wrong, but just like underwhelming because it's like just their spring training home. So it's just like... <laughs> right, right. I tell you what, I watched some, some uh, spring training highlights of Torkelson and he is not how I him to actually look in, like in real life like i've never watched any highlights he's kind of like shorter than i thought but he's like in really good shape and he's got an awesome swing i kind of took him to be like a, a big tall guy you know like a big heavy guy he's I think he's like in shape and you know pretty badass cool, yeah. like cool guy i, I think I mean, he's I mean, one. yeah yeah, yeah. As, a, as a power hitting first baseman you think of someone that's a beast True. But uh, he he's just kind of like a, a regular. I mean, six one. He he's definitely tall, but um, as far as first baseman go, he's not like these six four, six five units that you see. Like right. cases or uh, fallback. Yeah, exactly. Or like uh, like Void or Miggy or like these other guys that are that are a lot bigger. Um, moving on from fantasy baseball a little bit onto real baseball. I want to hear a team that you guys are excited about this year that you think um, can make some noise or a team that you think is going to be a bus. Like how do we feel about the teams around? And then if we want, we can talk about the Red Sox real quick afterwards. 
I'll hold you one right, right now. You ready for this? Everyone is talking about the Cubs being a sleeper. Dude, be honest with yourself. They're just a fucking contender. Everyone's like, oh, no one. Oh, the Cubs. Dude, the Cubs are literally. Yeah, dude, the Cubs are literally good. Like, just fucking say it like it is. Cubs are good. All okay? right. All right. That's it. Done. Thank you for listening. I like and if they're that. bad, then yeah. It's like, oh, oh, watch out for the Cubs. No, why? Because they're going to be actually good. Like, they're going to be just as good as the Cardinals, if not better. They, you know what I mean? They have better pitching. Yeah, there you go. How about that? And freaking Suzuki, I bet you will be good. You got Clint Frazier. No one's even talking about him. Shout out Clint they're 11 Frazier. to 1. 11 to 1 to, the, to win that division. Yeah. Um, I think they're oh. I think they're over under for wins is at like seventy six or something like that in the mid seventies. Oh. What? Yeah, thirty five and a half. I think it is. Yeah, that and I don't know. Remember, like the last year, the Giants I think were preseason at like seventy four. So maybe we get a little Giants magic run out of the Cubs this year. They just like I feel like people are forgetting about how solid Nick Magical is as well. That dude right. doesn't strike out. He's a really good defender. Um, Marcus Stroman, great clubhouse guy. Wilson Contreras, I think, is still one of the better hitting catchers in the league, honestly. And, oh, yeah. Frank Schwindel, whatever. Yeah, you got Schwindel and Wisdom, these random guys that just came up and mashed for them in the second half last year. Like, they didn't give a fuck, and they were just like, well, we're just going to go mash. I like the Cubs, too, man. Thank you. I don't know if I would – I don't know if I have the Steve Scott balls to say contender, but I do like the sleeper <laughs> maybe last playoff team. For them. Yeah, they'll be making noise, but by the end of like freaking August, it'll be like, oh shit, Cubs are right there. They're Stroman, still hanging. Dude, people, Kyle Hendricks, who else? They, um, that's the thing. How many guys in their bullpen do you think you can name them? That's like uh, yeah, the, the bullpen, bullpen is sketch. They're they're gonna need some uh, some magic, like you know, Jake McGee and Tre- and uh, Tyler Rogers out in San Francisco, or Trevor Rogers, whichever one it is, yeah. came out of nowhere and were nasty for him. They're gonna need some of that too. They've got some weird dudes too that you just didn't know were Cubs. David <laughs> Robertson, did you know he was a Cub? Like, no, that's a but one. that was recent no. too, wasn't it? That was pretty yeah. recent. Yeah, Daniel Norris, Michael Givens. No way. Jesse Chavez. Givens? I actually <laughs> did like, know like uh, Je- weird... Jesse Chavez has actually been good in spring too. Yeah, it's just a strange combo. Actually, Jesse Chavez. Think about that. He's been he's been in the league forever. He has for, for us. He's he's gonna retire yeah. soon. We're going to be like, what the hell? I'm holding out hope. Um, uh, not on in, in the AL, I like, uh, I, I'm still pretty sold on the Twins being a, a fun team this year to watch because I think the lineup is really, really good. I think it's one of the better all around lineups. You know, of course, we're going to throw that if healthy tag out there, but it is what it is. And they have okay rotation, you know, Sunny Gray. I think Kenta Maeda is still there, right? No. Well, Kenta Maeda is out for the year. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. That's why nobody's been talking about them. But I, I'm kind of I, – I, I think Joe Ryan's all right. I think Bailey Ober's all right. Like, I think they have a couple of four fives and Sonny Gray, who's probably like a two or three. So that's probably their biggest weakness because I think they still have a good back end of the bullpen and they have a good lineup. And they – I think they have enough to – to be in that playoff hunt this year, especially because, you know, our boy Rocco is leading the way. Yeah, he knows how to pull the strings in a bullpen, too. No, I actually – I picked the Twins to win that division um, a while back. What was it? I got them at plus 550. It only moved to, like, plus 450 or 500 now. But I'm pumped about that one. I do like the Twins. And over-under is, like, 81 and a half wins. Give me that all day. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. Dude, who is Joe Ryan though? All of a sudden, like I see Joe I Ryan at everyone's. Team. I know he's like the fantasy dude that all of a sudden everyone's like, "Oh, gotta have him." Right. <laughs> right. I, saw, I saw Connor Adam today. I'm like, okay, is that his cousin? Then I looked him up. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 but who else you got? Sorry. Uh, those are my actually my AL and NL teams are the Cubs and the Twins that I'm looking forward to watching this year. I mean, I personally think Kansas City is going to be great. Like they have a sneaky, yeah. Like they have a sneaky good lineup, dude. Like they're really powerful. Like like, uh, inconsistent, you know. Uh, You know they have Salvador, uh, Carlos Santana, Benintendi, Nicky Lopez, Dozier, Merrifield, Bobby Witt. The thing about the Royals is I don't think they're going to be afraid to play small ball. I think they're going to lead the league in steals, and I don't think it's going to be close. Mm. I think they got a lot of guys that can run. And they're going to be aggressive on the bases. They're going to be annoying to play against. Zach Grinke's back. That's a clubhouse factor. And true. I know that sounds corny, but it's true. And Amir Garrett, don't forget. Amir Garrett. Yeah. They've got <laughs> what, what polarizing personalities in a clubhouse, though. I know. <laughs> You're right. Anyone? And then yeah. Amir Garrett is like. He wants to fight everybody all the time. <laughs> I, I want to see Amir, Amir Garrett and Scott Barlow sitting next to each other, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Barlow's nasty too. Like the Royals, he are is. Kind of, yeah. If if Brady Singer and uh, Brad Keller, it's Brad that, that that one's Brad Keller, right? If they can just be decent and stay and stay afloat, uh, I think I think they're going to soar over their win total, which I think is like seventy three or something like that, where they're projected to be. I do think that division is going to take a step up all around besides Cleveland, and I think the White Sox will take a little step back. I think that division will be more well rounded than. Than it was last year. Yeah, because they're all good teams now. Realistic. Oh, I don't know. Like you said, Cleveland. I don't know how much can you really trust them. Probably not. But I don't I trust think them the, at all. I think they're going to be the White Sox. Though the White Sox are, are they're sure they're nasty, and everyone wants to be like pick them as the team. But like, if there's a team that can kind of implode a little bit and get the injury bug, it's out of them. I 100 billion percent agree. I think they're going to be like the letdown team of the year in the AL again. Um, well, <laughs> at least they like dominated their division and did what they were supposed to last year and then fell apart in the playoffs. But I, I think that that will happen. Like remember last year when the Padres just absolutely shit the bed down the end of the year and finished under 500. I'm not yes. saying it's going to be that big of an implosion, but I do think that that division is going to be a lot tighter than people are expecting, especially because Lance lands out two months to start the year. They signed Johnny Cueto, big deal. Um, I don't know. They got they, they lost Carlo Rodone. I don't know, man. I'm not so sold on the White Sox to to be like this. I think they're like, aren't they the AL favorites? I don't know about that. Are they? Well, they're the AL central favorites. Who's Doesn't the favorites to come out of the AL? I thought it was still the Astros. I could be wrong. I mean, well, I'm I'd... seeing a lot of like MLB network power rankings having the White Sox t- like two or three after the Dodgers and someone else. So I'm like, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. Or like the oh, I still do. Really? I still do. Yeah, I do. Their lineup's scary, man. The lineup is definitely going to fuck. Yeah, especially with everybody being healthy. I mean, their bullpen is definitely going to need some help for sure. But um, it, and it depends on what Kopech does, too. And and True. if he's healthy, like he could be an X factor. 
I, I was just going to say, definitely an X factor. Like whether he's a starter or a bullpen guy, if he's like a long reliever for those starters that can't go the mile, like the back of the rotation guys, that's going to be huge for them. But we'll see. And they don't have Kimbrel anymore, so yeah, oh. they still have Liam Hendricks, who's really good. But didn't uh, one Crochet just has to get Tommy John, so he's not going to play this year. They still have Aaron Bummer, who I think is good. Kendall Graveman's on there now. That's true. They signed Kendall Graveman. That's actually going to be big for them. Yeah, I think. I think uh, they signed Joe Kelly. He's hurt, though, right? I didn't even know they signed Joe Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, they got Joe Kelly, so that'll be, that'll be interesting. I, I mean, Cueto doesn't really, like you kind of said, <laughs> Cueto and, like, Dallas Keuchel are, like, the same dude now. Of just like, I literally forgot they even had Dallas Keuchel. He's been so bad. No. They, and don't they have uh, another weird one, too? They have Josh Harrison now. They have, like, all these – I saw that. This, like, Supreme young talent, all these dudes, and then it's like <laughs> these old vets that are just like just hanging on, looking for a job. And I guess you need that for a locker room, but it is kind of funny. Um, dude, how about Yon? Like, is Yon gonna be good ever? It's getting kind of like this point. It's like, dude, is he gonna be good or like what's the deal? Because I feel like we've been we were hyped for him to be good for like five years straight. Like at this point, it's like I'm kind of over it. I thought I'm last still, year was the year. I'm still hyped. <laughs> Me too, Josh. <laughs> You know what, Josh? I think I think I have residual hype because of you. <laughs> <laughs> Just a contact hype. Actually, that was one, Josh. I was surprised you didn't get him in the draft. I was really contemplating it, and I was even contemplating dropping Mount Castle for him just to have a third baseman in the short term. But I don't know. It's uh, it is touch and go with him. Like Oliver said, last year was definitely the year to do it. You know, like they were really good last year. They had that playoff run, and it should have been the year for Yon, but it just wasn't for whatever reason, whether he was hurt or whatever. So if he really doesn't do it this year, I think the hype's completely over. Yeah, it's like he's twenty six. This, this is it for him, maker. Oh yeah. As as long I'm as far as like a White Sox perspective goes, like I feel like if they don't get anything out of him this year, they're they might move on in the offseason from him. The dude Gavin Sheets? You think Gavin Sheets would be the dude then? Is he? That's true. I don't really know what they're – I don't really know what the next step would be, but maybe. Um, maybe Gavin Sheets is that dude. I don't fucking know. <laughs> my big uh, kind of prediction is that the Astros are not going to win the AL West, which I think is – I don't know. Based on odds, it's a big take. Um, so I, I actually bet on all three of the Rangers, Angels, and um, – the Mariners to win. So I was, which Soso was against. Soso was like, why are you doing that? But I don't care. I'm fading them. I like the odds. I especially like the the Mariners and the, the Angels realistically. I think the Rangers are going to be solid though. I think they're still like a year away from they're gonna being score. like. They are. They are. And I mean, that, that rotation is not bad. I love John Gray. I will say that. I think John Gray is going to like open some eyes and he's going to be a dude the next year goes like early in fantasy and people are like, what? Why? Yep. I don't know. I, I really like him. Nathaniel Lowe. He's another one. Lau. Low. Low. He's low. One's low. low. Nathaniel, um, yeah, by the way, now. Don't call him Christian. Yeah. Or don't don't You're call high him horse, don't Nathaniel. Call him Nate. Don't call him Nate. He he, he definitely did. went by Nate before, right? He did, yeah. Totally. And then, and then he's like, no, it's Nathaniel now. Yeah, okay. You by the way, Willie Calhoun coming out and saying he wants to be Wilhelm. <laughs> Nathaniel <laughs> Lowe is the only opening day. Uh, position player from the Rangers last year and this year. That's kind of crazy. crazy. 
No way. Like, I think Willie Calhoun played, but he wasn't on the actual opening day lineup. Yeah. Uh, but as far as the actual opening day lineup, projected-wise for the Rangers, Nathaniel Lowe is the only guy that's coming back. Did they tell Nick Solak to fuck off? What happened to him? Yeah, they, yeah, they did. They did tell him to fuck off because Where there's no he? spot for him. There's Marcus Simeon at second, Corey Seager's at short. I forgot who Who's they – third, though? That's a good question. I was just going to say, I forgot who they have playing at third, but they're – the huh. projection I saw wasn't them. Uh, maybe the it might it might be fucking Culberson. That fuck. Charlie what Culberson. The fuck? Yeah. They also have a uh, Ibanez, right? And then the uh, yeah, the whole outfield is different because Adalis wasn't on the starting outfield last year. Cole Calhoun and Brad Miller. It's crazy. I love I'm Brad sure. Miller. Brad Miller still got it, man. He still bangs. He's awesome. I saw him hit a walk-off home run last year with Ben Porter, actually. Shout out to Ben Porter. so dope. Ben Porter. No BGs guy. Big no BGs guy. By the way, we're kind of running low on time. Um, Shout out to our NCAA bracket, Small State Big Takes champ. Who? Uh, It was Juan Tejera. One of... Uh, is that an Oliver accomplice? I I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> he seems like know. he's into college sports betting. You like crabs bets and all those guys. Wait, let me uh, let me let me take a quick look. Quick, quick look. See, you groups, uh, small state big takes. I have no idea who that is. But congratulations. Well, congratulations to him. We'll, <laughs> we'll be yeah. cool. <laughs> reaching out to him. <laughs> hey, Jake Morocco, top five. True. Hey, yeah. uh, same with Maddie B. Shout out to Maddie B. Maddie Jake B, Morocco, top five. top five. The other names didn't know in terms of Kyle Ooms. Wow. So only four people in our whole group picked Kansas to win. We had a good turnout this year. Besides me. 60 plus. Yeah, Josh, you're coming through. And Josh, yeah. <laughs> Josh probably would have got top five, too. What did your – I think your, I would have won. What was your final points? Uh, I don't know. Give me a second. Uh, all right. Well, we'll have to tweet that out, and whoever it is, we'll have to show proof that it's them, and then we'll send you a free T-shirt. 830? Nope. Oh, he, no. he had 1180. Uh-oh. But 830 uh- would have put you in fifth. Damn. Tied with Matty B. Perfect. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been fun. Yeah. Do we have a do we have closing takes here? Maybe maybe a little cl- closing Red Sox take as the Red Sox yeah. are the first game of the MLB season. There's the Sox are going to score over ten over ten runs for the Red Sox on Thursday. They're going to yep. light up Garrett Cole. I light him up. All for that. Uh, first home run of the year. Who's it going to be? I say Bobby D. For the Red Sox. Perfect. Yes. Love it. I'm going. Uh, I'm going uh, stereotypical, but Rafi's going to take one out first. Mm. You know what? I'm going to say Vasquez. Oh, we're going to get a Moon Man bomb. I'm going story. <laughs> I'm going story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go. Four different answers. Okay. Who is the first? Who is the first home run of the year all around MLB? Yeah, it would be that one of those. It could be if that they, if, because they are the first game. They are the first one, which is exciting. I feel like that's the first time like ever. Sox are first. I love it. What time's the game? Is it like, it's, be it's at one o'clock. Yeah. 
Ian Happ has a two o'clock start. He always hits one opening day. <laughs> he always does. It's true. And Connor always like screams him for a day. Gets it. Yep. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it. We'll be back next week with uh, reactions to the opening series and whatnot. And the masters go tiger. He's back. Tiger baby. Is he 10 30 on Thursday. Yeah, he's playing. I knew it. Let's go. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. So All right. Peace the fuck out. Later.